Sylvain Reynard podcast. Good morning, SR. Thank you for joining us. Um, considering that today is uh, day 51 of self-isolation, quarantine, social distancing, whatever you want to call it this week, I think we needed a little more cowbell this morning. So We did need more cowbell. To beckon our uh, our dear friend Sylvain Reynard to the All Things SR podcast, um, Pam. I don't know if you saw the note. We might need to turn the volume on the computer down a little I bit. That. Some reverb. That would be great. Right Let's keep that. Uh, that? Keep that, that tech in check, everybody. Yes, hello everyone. It's so good to hear and see um, all of you joining us from all over the world as we uh, get to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the world of SR. Anything and going on, so Pam? Much. <laughs> I don't know of anything new. Do you? <laughs> anyone anyone see anything yesterday interesting? Yeah. Was there, was there any uh, previews or trailers or anything like that? Oh my God, it's hot. It was so good. And SR, I'm, are you excited about this? And how did you like that trailer? Oh, I've got to fan myself. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer was really, really great. Um, it, was. it was everything we hoped for and beyond. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm reading some of the comments in the chat room. The trailer was absolute perfection, said SC. <laughs> Good is not enough. Um, Gabriel in glasses, Annabelle said. Um, S- just NSR. winning. And SR said, yes, absolutely. I thought the trailer was great, and I was very happy that readers like it. Yes, <laughs> we loved it, SR, Dahlia says, um, from Egypt. It really, truly was awesome. It captured so many of the elements. It really laid out the. It really laid out the synopsis of the story of part one, um, and the emotion, and the performances. I cannot speak highly enough about this cast. Just as just says that trailer was amazing. Betty can't stop watching the trailer. She says. I think that's pretty much the opinion of everybody. <laughs> yes, yeah. and M- MJ said it's tattooed in my heart. Susie says absolutely brilliant. And S. Hart was saying, I've seen the whole part one. It's really well done. Both Melanie and Julio are perfect in the roles. And again, it's very close to the book. And I think that's I what tell. the fans loved about tell. it. Um, Kenzie says, we loved it. It's like Passion Flicks took the images out of my head when I read them and pasted them to the screen. It truly is the book coming to life. 
It is. It is. Right. I mean, I just, I, I was, I've watched it if, once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if anyone needs to see our reactions as we are watching it, it they're all the way out on social media. Thanks yes, to Passion yeah. Flicks and their, their request to have fans watch and record their expressions. Um, it was, I, I was, frankly, I was thrilled I was even able to watch it. I thought it was going to be released during the middle of my client meetings, um, but I was happy it wasn't. Dang. Betty says, I love the music in the trailer, especially the second song, the violins added to the drama. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be so cool to see all that come along, come to life. Yes, I and, and Dalia asked us in... about if there was anything that he didn't want to see in the trailer, and he said no. He really, really liked it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, I do have an announcement to make for uh, Passion Flicks. Uh, if anybody has not subscribed yet, there is a new promo code, and it's called Inferno. And if you go to the Passion Flicks site and enter the promo code, you'll get the uh, – you can get – the streaming service for $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 US. So uh, that'll be, if you haven't gone to Passion Flicks, please do. They've, they've got some great movies out there. Um, my personal favorites are The Will, um, Trouble with Mistletoe. Uh, I also like Dirty Sexy Saint. So Dirty Sexy you know, Saint was there. wonderful. And you know how I feel about the will. Those who listen to the podcast regularly, I'm a little bit obsessed with uh, with that story and with the performance of Chris. Um, just phenomenal. Really, really great storytelling by Tosca. Again, and keeping so. I've seen that once or twice. <laughs> maybe about six thousand times. I don't know what twice I'm going to do day, when maybe. Gabriel releases. It's just going to be fangirling all the time. It's oh, yes, kind of absolutely. like I'm I'm 12 again. <laughs> I think, I think and Dana, Dana agrees with me. Dana, thank you. Someone who understands. <laughs> <laughs> and Betty, Betty and Lauren were very happy that Paul was in the trailer, which I think is great. You can't yes. have Dante without Virgil, as Betty says. Totally uh, true. Totally true. And we will be posting that link in the chat room at the end of the chat um, so you can um, access it for those of you who don't have Passion Flicks or... Um, who have friends that are not yet subscribers of Passion Flicks, because this would make a lovely gift. Um, $4.99 a month U.S. Um, would really be great, and, and I know we have Mother's Day coming up. Uh, awesome. What romance lover wouldn't love uh, the gift of uh, Passion Flicks? Uh, I think it would be a really lovely um, gift for, for your loved ones. So yes, we... Definitely. I, I'm so glad everybody, I, I, I've been so thrilled with the responses I've seen online about the trailer. Um, it's just been so well received. And I know some of the cast members were very concerned um, because they know how much we treasure the story and these characters that SR has created. Um, so it's, um, it's wonderful to see the reception. It oh, is, and I see is. Effie's joined us. Hello, Effie. She was here a couple Hi. weeks ago talking about her latest book, Love is What You Bake of It. Um, so good to see you this morning. Um, and yes, Kenzie, I agree. It meant so much that Julia was worried because it shows how much he cares. Um, 
And Franca says she loves his accent. She thinks it makes him sound even more sensual. I can agree, cannot agree more. And SR agrees. Readers have been very enthusiastic. And SR, I think it's because Passion Flicks works hand in hand with authors. And they consulted with you on every step of the way. And it's your vision, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just really thrilled that you decided to uh, entrust the precious to Passion Flicks to produce. So thank you for that. Um, so Lori says, never... I've never been excited for a trailer ever. It just means so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It's so great, isn't it? And yes, MJ, we finally saw the tattoo. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, you know, and I, I took a screenshot of that so I could make it bigger. And look. <laughs> I know. SR says he's very grateful to readers for their support because your support is what brought the movie about. Yes, I remember the campaigns launched by the uh, Gabriel series fan podcast and all the other all the other fan um, podcasts and sites. We want a Gabriel movie. It's great. And SR, thank you, did post the link to the trailer on the chat room. Um, yeah. Because as, as we can't watch not, it enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Betty says the, the movie's making up for 2020. I actually think this is helping a lot of people through this very challenging time of the worldwide pandemic. Yes. I really, really think this is, is helping keep people on the, on the positive. Uh, and as SR says, for passion flick's sake, I'd like to see the view numbers on the YouTube trailer go up and up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard SR. Click and reclick. Ramp up those view numbers. We can do that, SR. The challenge has been set. I don't think <laughs> you have to worry, though. I don't think you have to ask. I think it's happening very organically. Um, yes, yes if right. the trailer was this amazing, can you imagine how the film was? Yes. And SR says, and share with your friends and family. You better believe it. I've been telling people all over the place. Uh, my travel I companions I shared yesterday. Um, I said, I'm going to send you the link. You can't wait. So. Well, I have to laugh because a man I used to work with years ago, <laughs> who I'm connected to on Facebook, he clicked on it. He thought it was great. I love <laughs> it. I love it. It's great. I love it. See, well, and I'm seeing, I'm seeing other similar reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, Tatiana says we need to make 1 million views I think we could do it I do yeah. um, Joss says the film will be a masterpiece I'm so excited and Dana said I posted my video reaction to watching the trailer to the uh, founding members page and someone who hasn't read the books yet now wants to do so um, so they'll react the same way when I watch the trailer <laughs> yep <laughs> well you know what I found fascinating is I heard that Julio was very nervous about the trailer coming out because he was, he just, yeah. I guess be, being the actor he is with yes. the dedication he has, he was worried how the reaction would be. And uh, I, I think he can be, uh, uh, you know, can enjoy that. I think he'll be I happy do. with his performance. So. I think, I think he, he knows how precious this is for so many, and he also is a fan of the story, and he fought for this role. So he wants to prove that he is, in fact, the right choice for Gabriel. And I mean, I think we can all agree that he is beautiful. And Claudia, don't worry that you 
can't understand English. I'm lo siento. I'm so sorry that I my Spanish is not good enough to speak to you directly, but just share in our excitement. Um, we are happy you are here, and I'm so excited. Um, we're just so very excited about the reaction and, and the yeah, fact that this is also this is going. That in viewing part one, he can attest that some of the founding members can be seen on the screen. <laughs> Very exciting. Very exciting. Mr. DeMille, Don't worry, SR. We're not going to ask who it is, SR. We know you won't tell us anyway. <laughs> but it's going to be good. It's really going to be good. Um, and I love the Susie. Susie says, my 92-year-old mom is so excited for this movie, too. She loves Julia and Melanie already. Well, what's not to love? And Melanie being your Absolutely. fellow countrywoman. Um, oh, my gosh. She is the perfect Julia. Just the perfect Julia. I mean, her, her oh, expressions. Her facial expressions. <sighs> She's I mean, phenomenal. Even on the set visit, I mean, you, you, when you looked at her, because uh, when we were looking at Tusca screen, you could <laughs> see the way her eyes would would change or, or she'd have this big smile and then get into this really worried face really mm -hmm. quickly and it was really great so I'm excited about that and I know Julia's worked so hard and he is he is so dedicated to this yes so yes sorry that must make you really happy about that to have someone yes. so dedicated to your character absolutely and I know Lauren was asking SR if she may have seen herself in the scenes when she was showing Paul around the library. As founding members, founding members were able to go visit the set um, and uh, actually participate in the filming if they chose to do so. And uh, Lauren was one of those lucky ones. And SR says he thinks he may have seen you, Lauren. So uh, <laughs> happy Saturday to you. That's great news. I love Tia saying she told SR on Twitter that it's way better than the Fifty Shades of Grey tra trailer. And to those who like that movie, please don't hit me. We won't hit you, Tia. Um, I think the trailer was phenomenal. So, yeah, very, very lucky. Bluebird uh, says, how many of you cried during the trailer? Be honest. I think we're all raising our hands, right? There's a little bit of a tear. Oh, yes, all of us. In my eye, I all can tell us. you. Um, so much love. <laughs> SR says, the founding members are looking good. Yeah, that's because every. Everybody was so thrilled to be there. I know Effie yes. shared her story about being on set with us when we interviewed her a couple weeks ago. Um, just what a blessing um, to have the opportunity. And even for those who don't, to be able to share and hear some of the stories, I think it helps for you to understand um, how much love and devotion and passion um, goes into making a production like this. And the fact that they are so committed to the author and the story is I cannot say enough good things about Tosca Musk and her team, Allie, her Lauren. Her dedication. Yeah. yeah. SR says, I'm very happy with the cast. They're really, really good. Cannot agree more on that, SR. Just wonderful. Yeah, he says it's and been quite a journey for him, too. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, not, not many people get that opportunity to uh, have, a, have their story be brought out on screen so I, I'm sure that that's been a very interesting journey for you in many ways mm -hmm. and, and SR is reminding us the film is in English but will be subtitled in Spanish French, Italian, German and Portuguese 
which is so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tia loved how she, he said Beatrice. Ah, I know, Tia. My gosh, that was just phenomenal. <laughs> and so, um, started writing Gabriel's Inferno in September of 2009. So this has actually been 10 years, a 10-year journey for him. Um, gosh, has it been that long, SR? That's amazing. And SR also uh, responding to Annabelle says the podcast, Tasha and her team were doing her enlightening about the pro- process. And he said, yes, they are great podcasts from Tosca and Passion Flicks team. Um, that's also easy to find on YouTube. And if I have the wherewithal, I will add that to the links at the end of the podcast for you guys to check out. Um, really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, Russian speaking fans are flooding the admins with questions about Russian subtitles. Um, that's great to know. I think that is something we can share with Passion Flicks. Um, yeah, we'll definitely share that with them. And SR is saying also a reminder that Tosca Musk will be doing a Facebook Live in the Fox Den on Facebook Monday, May 4th from 5 to 6 New York time, 5 to 6 p.m. New York time. So if you so want to have the, some interaction with Tosca, that would be a great chance to do so. May the 4th will be with us. That's right. <laughs> Star Wars Day. And, and SR is going to definitely directly talk to Tosca about the Russian subtitles um, okay, for the great. fans. It would Terrific. be great if they could get added. Um, the more languages, the better. I, as we can attest, this is really a worldwide party um, to celebrate these beautiful books that you wrote, SR. Um, and, uh, it's just just really, really great. Um, Franca thinks Julia was the perfect uh, Gabriel. thought we killed Mixler everybody <laughs> it happens okay SR just did his first question from Susie and responded um, which is great and her question was for those who are listening and not reading um, when you get an idea for a new book do you know how the story will end before you start writing when do you where do you start at the first chapter middle or end does it take long to come up with the opening line of a story And SR said, sometimes the first idea is a scene or a pair of characters. It depends. But for the Gabriel series, the idea for trilogy appeared in my imagination fully formed. And usually the first line of the story. I always have to go back to that um, unless I'm doing a press release. Uh, But that's that's fascinating. I love the process. Um, SR said to Annabelle's question, one of the reasons why I went with Passion Flicks was at the very beginning they wanted to film each book as a multi-part series, so longer than a feature film. And the fans are so thankful for that. 
because I can't imagine I can't imagine truncating that story. I just can't do it. Um, hey, Ellie, it's good to see you. Um, sorry you were getting kicked off the app. Hopefully things are being righted by the Mixler gods. Um, okay. The next. <laughs> Yes, well, I think uh, William Williams and we promised to cover and talk about William a lot. So I think I think we've uh, pleased him for now. Um, Claudia asked a story about will you write a fifth book about Julia and Gabriel? Um, she sent her question from Italy, from Italia, and SR says I've been putting together ideas, but I don't know when I will write it. That's very promising. A book five is just what I'd like for the holidays. Um, not this holiday, SR, no pressure. We, we know you're busy. Um, SR says, also about passion flicks, Tosca read the books when they came out. So she was a fan from the very beginning. And again, that's why I went with her, because she approached the books as a reader. And those who are on set and have met and talked to Tosca know this. She is passionate and loves this story and these these characters so very much and and she that's why she wanted to personally direct the films um she really had this vision of bringing the story to life and boy i think we are in for a true treat yes, we are. um and sr says tosca kept the actors to the book she wouldn't let them change the lines another reason why i love tosca she is really true to the author's vision and she also knows from the fans perspective there are lines in that book, I mean, and many of you know this book by heart and can recite it. There are lines that it would, if it would be changed, it would just take away from the experience of the fan. And she's very committed to fans. Um, just wonderful. Tosca, Kenzie noted Tosca shared with us that you also went with her because of her interest in Dante and Beatrice. And um, SR confirms that that is right. The next question... Oh, go ahead, Pam. Do you want to say next question? Sure. The next question is from Dahlia in Egypt. If you ever felt adventurous or wanted to venture into a different writing genre, what would it be and why? And as I responded, hi, Dahlia, I would like to write a fantasy novel. That would be great. That would be interesting. I would like to read that fantasy novel. I think, you, I, I think it would be fantastic. I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. Ellie was saying the trailers were packed with all the first and faves, so that's encouraging. And uh, SR confirmed he was very happy with the trailer. Um, and and tr truly, it's it's been great. Um, SR's noting, I have to tell you that I just forget, oh my gosh, I can't believe you finished this book. Uh, Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere. Neverwhere. It was great. Five stars. I'll write a review on Goodreads, and the sequel comes out later this week. Yes, I'm just smiling because my co my 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 colleague is a huge, huge fan of that author, and you, we were just talking about him. So we'll have to check that out. <laughs> and Ellie's wondering what realm the fantasy would be. Yeah, or maybe that will be his uh, surprise for us. We'll see if he gets to that That's question. Right. Um, and Lauren says, SR, I will read any book you ever write. And I think, I think that is true of his fans. People love his writing. Um, very, very true. 
So SR says fantasy. It's open-ended at the moment. He's still thinking about it. That's always a good thing. Always mm -hmm. a good thing. Yes. Um, so the next question is from Ruby Menendez. And uh, what inspiration to write such an amazing stories in Special Gabrielle's Inferno? And SR responds, hi, Ruby. Thank you. Dante and Beatrice story and La Vida Nuova and the Divine Comedy inspired me. Yes, and Ruby wrote to us from Mexico. Um, there was a huge fan base. Um, we had several uh, questions coming in from our, our southern neighbor. Um, so, I, and I loved, that's one of the things that I loved so much um, about Gabriel's Inferno was Dante. I mean, Dante was the draw for me. Um, the, the professor obviously became the, the draw after reading it. Um, SR mentions, I wanted to mention that I'm writing something now. I've told my agent about it, but haven't shared it yet, but more on that soon. Very Yay. exciting. Oh Yay. my gosh. You're teasing us so much, SR. I can't wait to learn more about your project. That's exciting. Oh, Judith has to leave, but she is because she's having a Skype picnic with her grandkids. Oh, it's so glad you could join us. Oh, that's great. Judith, um, loved you in Sweden and your family. She's thanking everyone for being amazing and kind. She loves her SR family. Oh, so sweet. Uh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing <laughs> a virtual uh, picnic this afternoon. Well, not really so virtual, but socially distant picnic this afternoon. So I'm looking forward to that. Being that will be great for a while. Mm -hmm. And at Kenzie put a link to Professor Mazada's course about Dante. Um, SR thanked her for putting that on. Um, if you're interested in learning more about Dante, it's a great resource. Um, some sometime I would love to watch it uh, because I think it would be great and uh, it would build on my uh, appreciation of. Uh, his work, that's for sure. I've been, I've been listening to his, actually as a podcast, not so much the YouTube. And it's great when I'm driving because I can, I can hear, hear a lot more. I take in a lot more. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing that particular seminar. Mm -hmm. Kenzie says she finished it yesterday and she really loves it. And Claudia, thanks. Um, for pr mentioning the professor because he he does do, do a lot of great work. All right, SR, we're ready for the next question. Mary Baird from Washington State in the United States asks, Gabriel's Inferno is an epic series. It epitomizes true love, soulmates that transcend time. When you sat down to write this book, did you just know just how prolific it would become? Did you ever imagine Gabriel's Inferno on film? And SR responds, hi, Mary, absolutely not. I had the idea and wrote on a whim, but never thought anyone would read it. I'm still shocked to have any readers at all, which is also why I'm so grateful to you and all the readers. Thank you for reading. And SR, on behalf of the readers, thank you for writing. I'm so glad you shared it beyond uh, just your, your four walls, um, because this has been a wonderful, wonderful um, story that's just grown such a beautiful community of, of, of friends. That's true. That is true. We've, 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 the SR family is wide and prolific. 
Yes. And very special. And uh, actually, we will be wishing the uh, uh, Pam, or Karen's mother, Karen Kamarinsky's mother's turning 87 tomorrow, and she's having a social distancing birthday party. SR is sending happy birthday wishes to her in advance. Um, and he says, please give your mother my best, Absolutely. which is wonderful. Wonderful. Happy birthday, Mrs. KK. Yes. Mama K. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, uh, speaking of Karen, are you going to read that question, Pam? I'll read it. Uh, Karen uh, said lame question. Sorry. Nothing's lame. If you could, would you travel back? Of course, I just popped up, so I have to... I can finish that. I can finish that. Would you travel it. back in time? Back in you time got it. To research for a story, if you were, so where and when? And uh, SR said, "This is a good question. Thank you. I think the Renaissance would be interesting." Oh, I think it would be too. I like the Renaissance outfits. <laughs> I, I love, yeah, you know, the the the, the headpieces and. The long dresses, I just find that very cool. Always did. Yes. Even as a little girl. Just those, you know, those, those types of outfits. And I love that um, Claudia says she thinks I'm the luckiest because I'm Italian and I can read Dante in the original language. And I completely agreed, Claudia. I agree that's with you. Wonderful. Uh, for those who are Italian speakers, I just think that's such a gift that you can read it in the original text. I know uh, I see Kelly Cinderbooks is out there, and I know Kelly has uh, some knowledge of Italian as well. Very, very mm-hmm. wonderful when you can speak many languages, um, as most of our friends around the world um, have that proclivity. I just think it's wonderful. Um, SR very says lucky. there are Renaissance fairs that you can visit when you're not social distancing. This oh, is I true. Know. In fact, we have a really good Renaissance Fair in Pennsylvania in the United States that I invite everybody to. It's not too far from where I live. It's actually between where Pam lives and where I live. Um, it's a lovely event. Um, we used to take uh, the f- kids on field trips there, and, and it's I lots love, of fun. I love the uh, advertising that they have for it. Spend the day with the night. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> You don't have to twist my arm. No. Um, SR is reading a next question from, oh, and I see Lauren has a birthday coming up as well on Wednesday. Great. Um, SR is reading a question from Kenzie. Uh, will the soundtrack include original songs mentioned in the novel, or will it be songs recreated by Passion Flicks? SR says, hi, Kenzie. I was asked to give a list of songs listed in the books, which I did. And thanks to Iris Ellie, who had put the list on YouTube and Spotify. And we shared that on the podcast a few weeks ago. Um, In fact, we're living one to Ellie's uh, Spotify list right now. That's true. So we're listening to it. Um, That's one that Pam had pulled um, for the special day. And SR said, I was told there would be a film soundtrack. In the rough cut of the film that I've seen, music from the book is in it. But he has not seen the final cut yet. Very exciting. Ma- that and music in the book Barbara's is in it. There. I am telling Barbara's you now, there. you guys know, if you've heard the podcast the last couple of weeks, the teaser with Matthew Barber's music took me out. It was phenomenal. <laughs> I had such an emotional reaction. I could only watch it once. I had to pull myself together. 
it was his music coupled with SR's words and vision and the visuals that Tosca put together and the acting. Oh, yes. Uh, so many people. Dana, I know, is a huge Math But You Barber fan. She's so excited about it. Ellie was noting, too. She's so, so happy Matthew Barber is there. Yeah, um, Ellie also mentioned that uh, they just celebrated Maya's 15th birthday and her sister Heidi's 52nd. Oh, and, my gosh. Uh, yeah. And so social distant birthday parties are the way of the world right now. And her daughter is 15. Yeah. <laughs> hard to believe, right? Very hard Time to goes believe. so I, quickly. It does. I was just mentioning before the podcast with Leslie that I was having a little uh, kids messenger chat with my granddaughter who's eight and she was telling me something and it was kind of sad for her and we went back and forth so she came back with this line and <laughs> I was telling Leslie about it and she said is she eight or is she 38 very wise <laughs> age she is wise for her age and, and I think I, so many of the kids <laughs> are but boy she's very precocious oh, she, oh, too precocious and she's eight years old so I can't get over that it's too yeah I, I think she takes after uh, Gammy. She might. <laughs> she might. So there's so many good things. I know SR also just posted about the merchandise um, that we've been talking oh. about. Passion Flicks has put, put merchandise related to the movie on, on sale. Mm -hmm. um, the link is in the chat room. The chat. Um, they also are planning to add more things like mugs and hats. And he believes they are going to add the soundtrack as well. I believe so be awesome. too. I think that I think that was discussed on one of the passion pods, um, and I'm definitely hopeful about that because I will definitely download that on my Spotify account. Um, Absolutely. Very very I, exciting. And I lo love the picture of Tusca with the apron. A five yes, a yes, yes. There's some really great things. Uh, the t-shirts. Uh, the sweatshirts, um, really, really beautiful. Um, Kenzie ordered all the Gabriel's Inferno shirts. She's looking forward to seeing the rest of the merchandise, especially the mug. Um, Franca can't wait to see what Passion Flicks puts together for the canceled premiere. Um, it's such a shame they can't do together um, after all of it. I know for the for the first part one, they are keep talking about uh, pulling things together for it. I keep hoping that we might be able to have a premiere for one of the other episodes but if not this time the the beauty of this is they're they're producing all three books so mm -hmm. it's it's quite lovely um it's just been amazing um it's going to be great it really will be yes so, and so sr had mentioned if i can get back to it or if i go forward to it Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, the red carpet for part one of the film was canceled. But Passion Flicks is planning something special for the premiere, so that's good to know. I'm excited about that. Uh, Susie's asking what the, what the bond is. for Gabriel's in. Uh, I don't know, Susie. Um, <laughs> Kenzie says it's on five. I have a feeling it's <laughs> probably going to be four or five. Could be. We'll have to see. As SR says he doesn't know the rating of the films. They included the scene with the purple towel, so dot, dot, dot. 
<laughs> All of us are Good. screaming. Good. All of us are screaming in our heads right now, SR. Thank you for thank you for the visual. Thank you for reminding us of the visual because now we can see since we have the trailer image of uh, Gabriel um, displaying the dragon tattoo. Now we can fully visualize what uh, that's going to look like with the purple towel added to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So many people are happy about that. Um, uh, and <laughs> the purple towel scene is a must, Betty says. It's a must, yes. <laughs> Ellie said she had to watch the uh, trailer. She was using her SR mugs and her Gabriel mugs, which is awesome. And, I love it. Uh, yesterday, I was, I very thankfully got a beautiful mug from uh, Judith for my birthday and with pink flamingos. So I was using that yesterday. And today I'm actually yes. using my Susquehanna University mug that I got when I visited <laughs> Susquehanna our, University. <laughs> from our road trip uh, in, search, in search of Richard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pam and I many moons ago went to uh, Sealands Grove in search of the orchard and to see um, some of the uh, areas that SR wrote about. Um, Sealands Grove uh, is about a half an hour, 30 minutes from my home where I live. So I've been there before and we had a really nice day um, imagining imagining uh, the Clarks and where the Clarks would live and seeing Susquehanna University where uh, the character of Richard worked. Um, it was uh, it's it's just was so much fun. Um, and we were, we got lost trying to find an apple orchard. It was it was a comedy of errors. Um, still, we're still and, looking for it. SR <laughs> no. said we, sh we should uh, see Melanie's face as she reacts to that purple towel. It's priceless. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Monica's suggestion, posting a purple towel video reaction. <laughs> I think that would Monica, be good. Monica, I think we might, have to, we might have to suggest that to Allie and Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> that that, would, that, be that would be, I think it, it, that might push us up on the bond scale mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's it, julia's reaction has to be epic karen said i and I, I know we can't wait to see the reaction jean ann <laughs> says osr cannot wait to see that scene oh, <laughs> susie gosh. says all i can say is lucky melanie yes <laughs> yes <laughs> and whoever else was on the on the shoot that day <laughs> oh I just the entire the entire project is just so great. I'm giving that a heart. Okay. <laughs> Melan Melanie's reaction, the purple towel scene, all gets a big uh -huh. big heart for me. That's going to be wonderful. <laughs> yes, MJ. Comparing Julia's reaction to ours, I'm all for it. Just great. As as long as Julia doesn't get a hold of that scene. Spoiler Man has a tendency of putting a lot of things out there. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that's the truth. He he keeps things interesting for Allie, who handles their PR and communications. But there are very good reasons why they try to try to build the momentum prior to a film. So it is hard when you're trying to do something on a schedule and people, uh, people release it before the time, but it also adds its own level of excitement around it. That's yes. Yes. Uh, Tatiana, big, big, big heart for that scene. 
<laughs> I know there are a lot of people who are worried they wouldn't that scene wouldn't be included in the film. Um, <laughs> SR um, is responding that. to the question from Pam Langworthy of Philadelphia. Uh, no, state um, of or mind. state of mind is her. <laughs> she asked if uh, SR called llamas, and he said no, but I think we need to. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's, uh, there's a group of uh, that have llamas that you can pay a hundred dollars and you can have your llama on a Zoom call. It helps the llamas. It's a good thing. It also makes for a, a lighter sense of your business call if you haven't. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, and Kenzie noted that Tosca said the purple towel scene originally wasn't in the script and then she remembered it and added it. And I think I remember hearing that story as well. And um, again, this is, this is this why having a fan, a reader, someone who appreciates the story, produce and direct this makes such a difference. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, Claudia said, I think Julio... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Julio's used to showing his body as he is also a model. Um, yes, I don't think he has any. I don't think he has any qualms about that. Um, and so and either. he's been a model and an actor for many years, so um, he's incredibly professional, and I, I'm incredible, incredibly impressed with him and his work ethic. Um, Kelly had asked if we knew anything about the new version of the premiere, like who um, if who signed up would get chosen first, or is everyone invited? Um, and I think I saw um, that they still don't know what um, they have not announced exactly what's happening yet, Kelly, yeah, I'm on sure that one. That so announce that. <laughs> Lori has the llama. Oh my you gosh, see? Lori! Lori, we just have to visit you in Texas um, to see the <laughs> llama. I don't know, SR. There might be a llama in your future. There just could saying. Be. <laughs> Jana wants to know if anyone's going to watch the movie for the first time in any flamingo print. Something special for the premiere day? <laughs> I love that. I love that. MJ said, so, maybe you can get flamingos for Gabriel's Zoom sessions. <laughs> so I know, SR, but that's all the way in book four, friends. <laughs> that's true. So SR says, I think of, in one of her interviews, Melanie mentioned that she hadn't done a love scene book before, apart from her role in Romeo and Juliet. And maybe Lori's Lama could join us. <laughs> really? She's never done a love scene before? Wow. wow. Well, and I know that they were they made a very stringent, stringent point of being very respectful. Of, and they do that on every set um, of, of being able to give the actors privacy as much as they can on a film set in order to, to be in the, in the moment and to portray... And get the angles right. I mean, it's it's not very romantic at all, even when you're doing a love scene. So it makes it even more ch even more challenging to act um, in the midst of having cameras in your face. Um, oh yeah, especially in some of those scenes, any and for any actor. Mm -hmm. So as I thought, he might be wrong, but he thought Melanie had said that. Yeah, and and. Kenzie had asked SR how many times he watched the trailer, and Kenzie said, he says, Kenzie, I've seen the trailer several times, and I saw it a few times before it was released. Yes, I, I knew they had to get the SR seal of approval for that. Of course. Um, I'm glad to hear that. 
And Claudia noted that Melanie said she had never done any nudity. Um, so I, again, I think because it is part of the story, it makes perfect sense. And I just know it's going to be filmed so beautifully. Yeah. So beautifully. And, you know, with Tosca there, just the fact that, you know, that's such a difficult scene to film for any actor or actress of the, of the nudity scenes. And she's very respectful of what's portraying. And she also has to make sure that the actors are comfortable with that. She said that in her podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so... It, it takes a lot. And the nice thing about having a woman um, producing and directing that part of, of, a, of a movie is that they're more understanding that of the uh, emotional side of the love mm-hmm. scene as opposed to the graphic side of the love scene. So, Yeah, and I think, you know, I think that's echoed in what SR just wrote. He right. said that Tosca and I agreed that we wanted the actresses and actors treated with respect and nothing would be vulgar or exploitative. And that is just, and I think that's what, um, that's one of the the beauties of that particular production company and flicks as a platform. It's very much about uh, empowering women and having a very, very uh, respectful and um, safe environment for people to do filming. Um, just really, really great. Um, so and SR, SR, just go ahead, Pam. also said that, and again, this is the strength of working with Tosca and her team. They treat the cast and crew with respect, and I'm glad I chose to work with Passion Flicks. want to make sure that, to emphasize this to the readers, when you subscribe to Passion Flicks, you are supporting their work ethic and their values as well as enabling them to make their films. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. And, oh, and Tuska's story about the cranberry and ibuprofen that Lori mentioned. Oh yes. That was on the passion pod. I don't know. I don't know. Did SR, did SR even hear that story? Did you hear that one SR? About the cranberry juice and Julio, it was hysterical. Yes, sir. You're being very instructive. You're you're being very instructive to uh, dear dear Julio Baruti, yes. who didn't know about the <laughs> the wonders and the necessities of of both. Well, <laughs> Julio couldn't understand why Tusca told him to put the the cranberry juice out and the ibuprofen for um, <laughs> Julia. <laughs> And she had, she had to sit down and explain to him why you would do that. And especially being uh, Julia's first time, there might be some discomfort and the uh, cranberry juice is very helpful in uh, preventing anything else that could happen. Just leave it Any that. kind of infections, That's yes, right. or the cloth. Yes, yes. Tatiana said it's very. It was a very funny story from Tosca. I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Franca agrees. She said that was so funny when she shared the story about the cranberry on the first Passion Pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the cloth. 
and he's, and he's questioning why you have to get the cloth. And she finally turned around and says, just get the fucking cloth. <laughs> that was so great. Oh, oh she's just, oh, she, I can't say enough, I cannot say enough good things about her. I just can't. <laughs> really, really good. <laughs> Betty, as Betty says, men need to learn this. CSR, you're being instructive in so many ways. Uh, you're the you ultimate are. professor, I often say. You teach us about art and literature, and um, you're teaching Julio about uh, the ins and outs of, uh, of wooing women. <laughs> I, I, listen, you know, not, not just for the story purposes, but I have recommended this book to my son and his friends and that are this is just a more respectful beautiful way to treat your female companion you know because uh, there's a lot to be learned that way a lot of men truly and boys and young men just don't have that step it's a medical background that's right <laughs> but yeah I mean, it just, you know, the, uh, to me, it was the beauty of it. And, you know, if, if you can learn something nice to treat the your significant other, why not? So, Absolutely. Absolutely. As uh, Tatiana Stiana said, if men read this book, we would have more strong and happy relationships. Uh, Claudia from Italy agrees. Um, the story is useful for men. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and Jana says, yes, 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 yes. I wish some of men would read the story to know a bit more about how to treat a woman. Mm. I, I think I think you've uh, hit a nerve there. <laughs> I think people are think resonating so. with that. And um, as, as SR just uh, wrote, um, within the context of the novel, Gabriel felt he needed to be responsible for her. Yes. I, yes, yes I, I can true. totally see that. And he, yeah. he was very protective and respectful and he was caring for her it was sorry you just you just wrote so beautifully i can't even thank you enough uh, um yes as mj says i always said that all men needed to read these books since i read it from the first time um so they could learn how to treat women and exactly you know, I, kenzie seconds that as a mother you, i've tried to instill that to my son and I know my husband when he was alive he you know showed me the respect and what have you and and so that my son was able to pick up on that but uh I just think you know whatever you can help with that's you do yes uh SR said Gabriel in the story Gabriel didn't assume Julia would have the knowledge or foresight to anticipate any problems um which is very wise and that makes perfect sense given the context of the story um and and, right. and it, it just it may you know one of the lot things of that i um you know i can't remember my mother explaining a lot to me about uh my first time or last time or whatever it was um <laughs> but her, her mother when my, my mom's sister got married, and I, this, 
I'm not telling stories out of school because everybody that my sister and I and everybody I've talked to knows it. Um, my grandmother put uh, vas was supposed to put Vaseline into her suitcase for her honeymoon, <laughs> and instead she put oh my rub in the suitcase. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> and I, you know, I, well, that, I, you know, makes for a uh, <laughs> interesting time. I'm sure. I would say that would that would definitely um, heat things up. <laughs> uh, a bit. Oh goodness! <laughs> yeah. So. Crazy yeah, family. it's it's um, it's so many. There's just so many um things that have come up from the discussion of the movie. I'm, I'm looking in the chat now. Franca saying Tosca is originally from South Africa. She's very proud of everything she's achieved and hope that the Gabriel's Inferno movie is going to take her and Passion Flicks to even greater heights. She's such a lovely pers person, and I love how she's taken so much time on the various chats and podcasts with readers and viewers. SR uh, appreciated that comment, um, Franca. Um, truly, truly. Uh, so have a great weekend. Oh, Claudia. Claudia ciao. Yes, yes. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you for joining us. I laugh. And uh, I know. I was just saying, Betty said, who taught Gabriel about the ibuprofen and graham fairy juice? Was it Richard or did Gabriel Google it? <laughs> Betty, you have the best <laughs> questions ever. SR responded, um, Gabriel would have done research on it, but he also had a sister. Mm. Yes. That does make a difference and provides perspective. Um, very, very, very true. So SR had a question from MJ or Bay, Florida, USA. Uh, books translated to multiple languages, now movies. Is there anything else you'd like to accomplish as an author? Any other dream? And as I responded, saying, since it's been such a great experience having the Gabriel series adopted to film, I'm afraid I'm like, I'd like to see my other books adopted to film too. Hey, I couldn't agree more. Don't oh, be afraid of that, SR. We have been talking about that for years. years. You know, we are we are behind that idea. We actually, when we were on our set visit, we pitched that to Tosca. You know, we were talking about the Florentine series and um, we've discussed suit. several times about how the man in the black suit would translate so beautifully to film. Um, we are very hopeful that uh, some of your dreams can come true in that respect. Uh, it mm -hmm. would just be phenomenal. I, the Florentine series on film, I just, uh, I want to be on that set. That's all I have to say. What a, so what a gift that would be. Uh, Kenzie had a question, a quick question for you. She says, um, what was your opinion of James portraying Paul? And that's jokingly Kenzie's future betrothed. <laughs> yes. Hashtag Jamesy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and SR says, I thought James did a great job. Yes, from what we saw on on the set, I, I agree. I can't wait yeah. to see it on film. I think he was just right for the role. Um, and SR says, and the Team Paul readers seem to be very enthusiastic. Um, 
Isn't that right, Betty? <laughs> um, and he has his own T-shirt in the Passion Flick store. <laughs> I now, love now, it. Now, now, Kenzie. Now, Kenzie. <laughs> oh, Kenzie we'll called you by your full, your, 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 your given name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Susie says James is lovely, and he truly is. Um, he is. Every actor we encountered on that set just lovely mm. annabelle has to head off she's enjoyed this so much oh Thanks, thank you for annabelle joining us annabelle joining us. have a wonderful weekend yeah. <laughs> yeah, ellie got hear, the ass shirt she said <laughs> i love it if you hear any christmas music in the background that is my <laughs> clock in the kitchen that i have not changed yet <laughs> <laughs> and um Yes, uh, Lori, all the names. She said, you're in trouble now, Pam. Uh, uh, I love it. Uh, and in terms of James, uh, Lauren says, he's so wonderful. He made me love Paul more than I ever did reading the books. His enthusiasm for the role is really inspiring as well. Um, totally agree. Um, totally agree. Um, and uh, Pam, would you want to read the next question that SR posted from Jeshma in India? Sure. Uh, Jashma Dinesh in India says, where did you get your inspiration for the Raven series? And as I responded, hi, Jashma, uh, the Raven began with the city of Florence and wandering around after dark. Mm. Oh, yeah, I can see that. There were a couple of valleys that I was a little worried about when I was there. <laughs> I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I hope to get there someday. Um, that's one of my dreams. I, I, I will make it happen. I, I guarantee you that. Um, yes, I'm just laughing at all the comments about the, the shirts. The Emerson is an ass shirt. Betty ordered two. Um, of course. MJ also loves the uh, angel fucker. She loves that. She needs that on merch is what she says. Uh, <laughs> Ellie would love that too. Uh, okay, MJ. <laughs> and SR uh, posted uh, uh, another question because she wants to make sure he gets through the questions as well. Yes. And you want to go ahead? Sure. Emily, Emily Johnson from North Carolina asked, were any of the characters in your books based on someone you know? What inspired you to create them? And he responds, hi, Emily. Every character is fictional, but I'm just... I am, let's just say, I observe human behavior professionally. <laughs> and then for, from Lori in Texas, where will you be traveling to research your next writing masterpiece? And SR says Europe. As Sounds good to us, SR. Sure. We'll, we'll see you there. Uh -huh. <laughs> Franca, take care. It's good seeing you. Thank you for nice joining us. You, <laughs> and, uh, and his next is, question uh, his next <laughs> question is from uh, Christy Chipman Cockney in California was there a book or even a chapter that you liked the best which book was more difficult to write so SR responded hi Christy thanks very much I really like the scene in Gabriel's Inferno where Julia and and Gabriel are fighting in the seminar 
allegedly arguing about Dante and Beatrice. Oh, that oh was you such get a good scene. Yes, that got a heart out of me there, SR. Oh. I love that. That's one of my favorite scenes too. I just I love the way it was constructed, and I love mm-hmm. the way that they were alluding to Dante and Beatrice. But you know, the underlying premise was great. Yes. Um, so we go through the, for the next question from Jacqueline Pregosa in Connecticut. Will there be a, the part where Gabriel ha- tries to stop Julia from leaving his apartment when he realizes Julia is Beatrice, leading up to the constant phone calls and purple hyacinths, and the part of the office scene where Gabriel grabs Julia's book bag out of her hands, turns around and grasps her face with his hands? Yes, is his response. Yes. Oh. That scene, when they, the realization scene, when he, he puts the pieces together, rips me and guts me, and seeing Julio do it is going to be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. <sighs> uh, Dalisma wants to know, just one quick question, is how did you come up with Angel Fucker in the first place? <laughs> we'll see if he can slide that in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have the next, uh, next question. The question is from Judith, Lady J. Is there any possibility to write a spin-off novels to the Gabriel Inferno series? Paul, Rachel, and Aaron needs their stories to be told. It would be amazing to find out more about these characters, too. And SR says, hi, Judith. Yes, I've been putting ideas together. Oh, wonderful. Yes. We love when you get your ideas going, SR. It's great. Um, SR has noted he's seen the seminar scene. It's really well done. The looks on students' faces when Julia mentions Paulina. Ah, I'm sure that's gonna. I can't wait to see that scene. I know. I can't either. Um, <laughs> our next question um, from Maine in the U.S. Sarah Norton asks: Do you celebrate at all, or in any specific way, when you complete a novel? And he says, "Hi, Sarah. Well, I have a celebratory drink before, during." And after, winky face. In moderation, of course. Of course. Yes, SR, you're my kind of writer. <laughs> <laughs> Raising a glass to you now, although it's my glass of coffee. Dash Lamet <laughs> used to do a lot of that, too. Yeah. I'm actually drinking affogato. I'm nod to Kenzie. She had some the other day. I've been thinking about it since then. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Ice cream in the morning. It's, it's the breakfast of champions. All right, so I'm looking for our next question. Oh, I found it. Do you want to read it, Pam, or shall I? You can. Um, In terms of angel fucker, I can't remember. I think I was just playing around with motherfucker and wondering how Gabriel would adapt it to Julia. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's Uh good. I can see that. Um, And then Dana uh, Trias Marion from Canada the Matthew Barber superfan, um, asked, will there be Gabriel series books with Passion Flicks covers released? Any chance they could be signed? Congratulations again on all your success. It's been an honor to be with you on this journey. For her, it's been since 2012. And SR says, hi, Dana. I've suggested this to my publisher, but so far, no commitment on their part. So we, as fans, can keep hammering the publishers asking for that. You never know. You never know what could happen. That's right. Um, our next question is from Doris Chan in California. Uh, have you picked up any new hobbies since you've been uh, in 
staying home order, like baking, home projects, or etc. Um, and SR says, hi, Doris. Well, I'm writing something. So I've started my next book. Cool. Yay. <laughs> We're very excited. <laughs> and my next door neighbor's husband has been furloughed. And so she's got the honeydew list all together. That's always a good one. That sounds wonderful. Uh, SR's next question is coming from Mexico, from Andrea. Um, Gabriela es una historia intensa. ¿Cómo se llamaría tu libro, tu historia? ¿Quién sería tu musa como Beatriz de Dante, Julián de Gabriel? Um, and forgive me for my pronunciation. It is not the best, but I uh, try. Um, that roughly translates to what would the name of your story be? Who would be your muse, such as Beatrice to Dante or Julia to Gabriel? And SR's responses, I think my autobiography would be titled SR, My Initial Life, and the readers would be my muses. I love that. Oh, you get another heart for that response, SR. That's so great. Brilliant. Just brilliant. My Initial Life. I like that. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I would read that book. <laughs> I would read that book. You could pull one of those post-mortem deals where you say you can publish it like 20 years after your passing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we would <Exactly>. read it. <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Also, uh, Bluebird wanted to know if you know there's going to be a French version out of the Gabriel's Promise. So that... As I was saying, his agent is working on foreign rights. At the moment, the French publisher hasn't said anything about acquiring Gabriel's Promise, but I'm hopeful. And I would say that the film can help because there will be French subtitles and French readers will enjoy the films, I'm sure. Oh, that would be great. And then, right, and then if there's enough interest, perhaps the publisher would publish. That would be, I think that would be great. Mm -hmm. It really would be a wonderful addition. You have so many fans worldwide. I was oh, yes. looking at the amount of questions. We had questions in from, I think, what was it, 12 countries? Australia, 12 South countries, Africa, Italy, Egypt, Mexico, several from Mexico, Peru, Puerto Rico, India, Costa Rica, Sweden, Romania, and the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's wonderful um, how the story has affected people in all corners of the globe. Truly, in all the continents except Antarctica, you've gotten questions from today, That's which true. is pretty cool. That's true. Um, and Effie's leaving us, so thanks, cool. as Effie, for joining us, and, and we will uh, catch up with you soon again. Yes, yes. And if you haven't read Effie's book, I highly recommend it. It is a sweet read. It is such a, a beautiful story. Um, you, can, you can find her. Uh, Love is what you bake of it on Effie and Effie's Reading Resort and all the places. So, and as I was saying, you, go ahead, Pam. That publishers listen to readers. They see demand and respond to it, but they have to see the interest for them. Interest is marked in communications like social media and emails, but also sales. This is also why piracy is so damaging to a writer because the publisher doesn't count those readers. And, uh, you know, that, that is so true. And it's so hard to say. And, and, 
you know, the the best thing to do is is to get get the uh, author and his agent know the piracy, um, so that it can be taken down. And uh, so that's that's good. It is. It definitely is. Uh, Bluebird, our our French friend, was saying us our. The fresh French readers really are impatiently awaiting Gabriel's Inferno and um, Promise and French versions. So um, we are hopeful that that will come. And yes, MJ's uh, resonating with the piracy comments. Um, it's a cancer on the industry. That's why we need to keep educating readers about the devastating consequences of it. Um, and I know that Kenzie yeah. had saw a, a person on YouTube who she keeps reporting mm-hmm. um, and Kenzie, please send him. that SR is asking you to send him the link again to send to the editor. Yeah. Um, so send that over. Uh, um, and you can KK see what they can do. So, Karen, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for, for being here. We'll talk soon and happy birthday to your mom. Yeah, I know, pi- piracy is crazy, absolutely crazy. I don't. People don't fully understand the ramifications behind it. Um, in any work of art, it's it's intellectual property, and uh, it it's essentially stealing. They don't. People don't understand, especially in this world now with such um, so much content and so much content sharing. Uh, people don't understand uh, the importance of it. So. Oh my gosh! And we, our friend from uh, the Big Easy down in New Orleans, just joined Annette. Good morning, the, Annette. Did you miss the, anything? Uh, just a little bit, but you can we can hear the broadcast again. And uh, we're happy to know, see you. The mom of a new lance corporal in the Marine Corps. Yes, hoorah! Mm-hmm. I work with a Marine. Um, SR also noted he's concerned with piracy and passion flicks, so be sure to report any piracy you see to passion flicks. Yes. Absolutely. Because it's some, uh, um, and know, as Josh says, along the line, somebody is going to want to download that movie. Right. Which... And Josh says, piracy is the worst. It really affects and hurts the hard work of the writers and chances of readers to get the books officially translated to other languages. And SR agrees, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Annette, and, just and congratulations, that's huge. Yeah. And SR is right, uh, piracy will damage passion flicks and it will hurt the revenue and that will mm-hmm. affect, uh, affect what they're able to produce. Um, exactly. So everybody, if you see a work that's out there that is unauthorized, if there's an unauthorized copy of a book floating around, if there is links to a film, if you're out on the street in Canal Street in New York City and see a, a CD or a DVD that is a passion flicks film, that's not authorized. So you please report it either to the publisher or to passion flicks. If it's the passion flicks work, report to passion flicks. If if it's any of SR's work, um, send it to Nina, um, mm-hmm. and Nina can work with SR to uh, work with and the publisher. To make sure it gets out. Yeah. So. Yeah. So important. Very important. So. 
And SR is thanking us all for that. And that Annette's done that as well. I know, I know, Susie, there's been a lot of people who've been diligent about it. Uh, Lauren said, I've already seen people tweeting about planning to find illegal streams of the movie, and she's reporting that to Passion Flicks. That's, you know what, good for you for reporting it. And, that, and shame on them for already being blatant about it. And frankly, uh, not very smart to be touting that they're looking for illegal sources um, online. So, um, yeah, MJ was saying, if only readers knew how hard it is to support efforts for translations. It's taking all the time spent by people taking away mm -hmm. of their time to make things happen. And you go backwards if people share the piracy sites. So, right. um, so and SR thank wants you. to thank you and I uh, for hosting the podcast as well as Betty and Perling. Yes, and we are he thanks continuing their legacy. Yes. And uh, thank you for everyone who submitted questions. He's sorry he couldn't answer them all, but we can do this again. And maybe we can plan to do a brief uh, after airing of the film, May 29th, if Pam and Leslie let me return. I don't know, yeah, SR. You're asking you know? a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we would be thrilled to have you. We have you. Uh, Absolutely. We can discuss timing on that. That would be wonderful, yeah, really. We'll Everybody has such a... That such a fun time when you're online um as you can tell by the exuberant uh responses we're seeing in the chat room jean ann says sr that's a great idea would love to debrief with everyone and hear your reactions as well we will schedule something sr said absolutely um yes well, and, we, and, and for susie to wake up like. at this ungodly hour or stay up till this ungodly hour um you get a special merit badge there susie um in true sr fandom Yes. SR saying, please take care of yourselves and your loved ones. This pandemic has been tough on everyone, but there is so much good news to be had and many good things to look forward to. And it's fun because we can all get together in the podcast. And I know uh, a lot of people do Zoom nowadays or go into chat rooms um, and just discuss everything and anything. Yes, Don't yes. And SR saying Tosca Musk's live chat. On the Fox the Den on Monday. That I'm looking forward to that. Yes, and, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm actually putting the link for the Passion Flicks discount in the chat room. Great. And we're looking forward to part two and three. And Annette, we will we will uh, work with Kenzie to get her reaction to the whole film. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and um, SR also had noted that. Um, the man in the black suit. The, eventually, the filming of Gabriel's Rapture will resume, which we're very excited about because they're partway through the filming of that. Um, if you think Inferno is going to be good, I am telling you what, I can't even imagine Rapture. That is going to just shred shred me. Because uh, that book, that book SR, <laughs> and that journey, his, his transformation just is uh, the redemption uh, story is just so beautiful. Um, Yes, we'll so, all be crying messes. Man <laughs> in the Black Suits on sale for 99 cents. And also uh, 99 pence in the UK and 99 cents Australia. And I'm sure it's maybe 99 euros too, 99 whatever it may be. Um, don't forget to share the uh, trailer and, and the subscription code, the discount code. 
and it's we're looking forward to the to, uh, all the other uh, film ones coming up, part twos and part three. Yes. And oh, part one. <laughs> yes. And if you want to hear the passion pod on Gabriel's Inferno, I'm putting that link in the chat as yeah, well. Yeah, that's out on YouTube. Yes. And, YouTube. and there's just, Betty said, the boss's novels are the perfect, the perfect mm. companion while in quarantine. So true. Jean Ann's thanking everyone for today, SR, for spending part of your morning with us, Pam and Leslie and for hosting, so and for everyone to just chat around a bit with. It's nice and to have an escape for a little while. We so greatly appreciate that you spent your morning with us, and uh, we hope you had enough donuts. Um, <laughs> I, I know my coffee ran out, so it's soon time to get a second or third cup, or fourth yes. cup, whatever it may be. So. Many yeah. thanks for everybody for joining us today. This has been yeah. a real treat. Um, we are been. so thankful for you. This brings us as much joy as it brings you. Um, SR needs more coffee too. <laughs> I'm still, I'm, mine's at the very end. So uh, raising a so coffee I mug think, to you, SR. And, and what are I, you sending so I, us out with, uh, Pam? I am sending <laughs> us out with Cowbell Fever, Hardware's Classic. <laughs> SNL mix with Christopher Watkins. <laughs> this will be awesome. Thanks and have a great weekend, everyone. And again, sorry, thank you, thank you so much for joining us today. And just remember to keep in mind all things SR. That's right. <laughs>